The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And this is Chris Emke. You're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. What a blast we have had this week, huh? Yeah, you're telling me, man. So you did a podcast last week by yourself, which was awesome, by the way. Thanks. And uh, you made a couple little... Announcements, I guess you'd say, that our stealth line of turbochargers over at Duramax Tuner has dropped uh, and calibrated power for the Cummins guys. Um, Phones ringing off the hook. Inquiries, did you change anything on the turbochargers? Dealers, like, hey, stocking, I can get additional points off, which means all of our listeners, there might be a dealer in your area soon or or now. Or now, stocking our turbochargers for easier accessibility. Yeah. LB7 so, all the way through LML. So LML. 01 to 16 Duramax. 03 up to 2012 on the Cummins yeah. side. Uh, the 5.9. Dude. Price, I mean, low price leader man, in the market. Man, you know, going back four years ago when Nick and I did that turbocharger, and it was it was a badass little turbo. He charged you more for that turbo no. when you bought it from him than what he's See, selling it for today. Well, a little backstory. Nick <laughs> wanted nothing to do with those turbos. I went to the company we were doing manufacturing with at the time. I was like, this is what I want. So I paid for it, put it on my own truck, got a decent deal, whatever. And then me and Nick are sitting on the truck at the dyno, and he's like going up, tuning the truck. He's like... What do you have the tune set at? And I tell him, 650, turn it up, 690, turn it up, 710, ended up at like 725 horsepower, 1,500 foot-pounds. And right after that, like that was the big splash that he needed to start moving forward, and we've had a stealth 5.9 ever since. Yeah. So home run. Absolutely. So map pricing has come down, so the previous retail pricing number has come down. Also, like we said, dealers of ours now have a great opportunity and a big incentive to stock turbos. If you're one of our dealers, you're listening to the show, you want to get involved in that, of course, get a hold of us. We'd be happy to help. Uh, One of the other cool things this week that's happened is I got a message from one of our buddies, Zach Mohan. Yeah, his uh, his name comes up on the caller ID quite frequently at the shop, so shout out to you, Zach. Every fucking day you call us, Zach, like a hundred times. Maybe every other. Maybe every other. I'm just playing. We we love Zach. We do know him real well over over at the shop. He's worked with Danny Voss for a real long time, and we've all had the pleasure of helping him out. He sent us a message this week. He said, Paul and Chris, I'm looking at purchasing this pulling truck, a 2005 LLY. Guy wants 25000 fully built, 2.5 truck. I'm going to take a look at it in the next few weeks. I, should I try to get a hold of a V2 and hook it up to test the injectors? The guy told me it was HP tuner single tune, and if it all goes right, I'm looking to take it to Longhorn Fab Shop and get a smoke and lope tune. The last part was a joke. Just right? playing. He, yeah, wrote, right, right. he wrote. He wrote that because he's a funny guy. But he's like, no, just playing. He's like, I bring it up here. Man, to get shout Dino out to Manfred on that one. Manfred, damn, dude. Damn. Manfred's my boy. Can he do HP tuner, sweet single tune, smoke lopes? Then uh, is that what you're saying? Manfred could do any smoke any, lope tune. Any smoke lope guy out there's, there, <laughs> HP tuner support, contact Manfred. There's nothing that could stop him. Um, so what would you tell this guy? Okay, number one, going to look at a fully built truck. Right, so fully built motor, it's already set up for two five. Your job is to look at everything. Unfortunately, it's not like a simple one like, oh, stock trucks look for blown head gaskets yep. and check balance rates. Like you're now buying something that somebody else has touched everything. 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 Now this yeah. could be a great deal because it's twenty five grand just to build a motor. So if you can get a truck with the weight box and all the mods and hoops and loops and Everything I mean, four twenty five. I understand why that's appealing. I mean, the first thing I would ask, you know, this guy, you know, Zach, a little bit of info here. 
How many years has this truck been together? Is this a built motor Boom. that's had four seasons, five seasons? Boom. Because now you're going to be putting another 25 into it. Right. You know, r- realistically, especially injectors and the whole nine yards. There. How did it perform? How did, eh, right? Like, was it better the first year and has yes, it gone downhill over the last few years? These are the things I'm saying. Yep. You're talking about doing a compression test. It's yeah. a fully built motor. You, you can't just you do that. No. You can't just do that when you go look at it. Right. It's very expensive. Right. Exactly. So, so there's a lot of things. You're going to need to get this truck in a shop on a lift for a day to do diagnostics with it. Bringing the V2 out to test the injectors, you're pretty much going to be able to test balance rates. And that doesn't, I mean, honestly, guys, I hate to tell you, everyone that thinks, oh, balance rates were this, that's not the end-all, be-all. Exactly. In real world, balance rates don't mean shit. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. they're a good point. indicator. They're a good at, indicator. I mean, how many LB7s have stamp. you got? How many LB7s have you had coming to the shop, perfect balance rates, fuel in the crankcase? Yeah, no, no, no. Or totally an LBZ, happen. balance rates were awesome, high return rates. How many know? times, though, have you had six, seven, 15 on all of your balance rates and then had good injectors. I've seen it. Maybe. I, dude, you, had to put, <laughs> Maybe. You, you had to stop in your tracks, right? Maybe. Like, Maybe. I get it, but yeah. you know, it, it, it's a good it's a good indicator, yeah. right? But it's not the end all be right. all. I'd be more concerned with, you know, dropping the oil and yeah. seeing if there's any contaminants in the oil. Like there's a reason this guy's getting out of it. He's realized that Sled pulling is extremely expensive, and it's not a one and done. You don't build a motor one year and you have a lifetime sled pull truck. Usually, yeah. two years down the road, the motor's got to be overhauled. Pretty much, so. yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Any competition truck, I would say, over that like eight or nine hundred horsepower mark, plan on tearing it down to the block every two years. Yeah. That, that's absolutely. just a good, healthy good maintenance. Rule of thumb. A lot of guys out there don't do that, and that's totally fine, too. I mean, we've had guys five, six years. I had a guy the other day call in. He's like, yeah, you guys did a build for me back in 2010. Yeah. How much power? Oh, about 850 horse. That was like the most we had ever done at that Drive time. it every day. Drive <laughs> it every day. I'm like, dude, hey, props to you. You must not beat on it. Wait, what? I beat the shit out of this thing. I'm like, all right, never mind. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to keep putting my foot in my mouth over here, so I'm sorry. I did not mean to offend you. Um. For Zach, yeah, we w- Zach, I'll send you over a, a private Facebook message. But yeah, pretty much, like I said, you're going to need to go through everything on yeah. this. Everything needs to be looked at. Everything needs to be inspected. Everything needs to be tested. It, it's a it's a pretty intense like walk around. Uh, I certainly, because we work here, Chris, I think you you or I would be like a little bit less risk to buy a truck like that, right? I mean, to where like. Because of where I work, I wouldn't even look at it. But right, but that's the thing. It's like like we have less risk to do this, right. but we also have more experience with this going wrong, which is why we probably right. wouldn't, right? Like it's cheaper for us to fix a truck than your average guy in the street. Yeah, that's I mean, one of the perks of, of doing uh, what we do. Right, I agree. But yes, we've also seen this go on so many times with so many different customers at a certain point. You're like, not, not my money. And that's a really good point to bring up, you know uh, – our sponsors, right? When we talk about doing these builds, because we spec out these builds, Daily. you know, um, fuel system, okay, two five, two six, three zero, even work stock, Exergy fourteen mil pump, dude, they have a badass pump now. Just drop, mic drop, My, fourteen mil pump, done. Yes, find a pump on the market that's going to outflow or support the type of power level that a fourteen mil Exergy pump, street or strip pump, are going to offer. We've literally been talking about this pump for weeks now. Yep. I just got off the phone with uh, Randy mm-hmm. from Exergy before I came down here, and I was telling him, I was like, you know, it's crazy, like how awesome this pump ends up being yeah. because it's not just the fact that it has higher capacity or that nobody's actually found the peak limit of a single 14 mil pump yet but it's also the fact that it's drop-in ready you know you're not doing a big 
conversion kit or something like that to put one of these on. That's pull it out and put it in. We had Ira from Fish Tuning this mm-hmm. last week, and we were talking about dual fueler controllers. And he builds a controller, and he was like, "But it's so simplistic to do a single pump." The best you know? uh, he builds the best the dual best. fueler controller yeah. on the market and switches mic drop boom. But you know, like when I did my 07 truck, a 12 mil pump made the perfect sense, and everyone bashed me. Why didn't you do dual fueler? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Well, five years ago, it was a little different than it is now, but Exergy just offered us a product to the general public, 1,000 horse plus capable single pump drop-in. Well, that, and that used to be the braking limit. So I used to tell guys all the time, if you're going to build your truck to 750 horse, do a 10 mil. Right. If you're going to go to 800 horse or if you sled pull and you have to have a single run a 12, everybody else should be doing dual, dual fuelers because it's it's comparable in, in the cost, it right? Is. It's it not is. like a huge jump. Right. Now, you don't have to worry about spending X amount of dollars to put a 10 mil in today, and then you're going to have to go buy a dual fueler kit later. Right. Right now, you put a 14 mil in, you run it at 700 horsepower, and as you grow, you have one pump for the rest of your build. Yeah, the rest like of your Like until life. you go over 1,200 or 14, whatever that horsepower number is, yeah. until you find that limit, you don't ever have to swap out or but do here, anything with the pump. And then let's say that 1,000 horse build turns into a 2,000 horse build. Now you're talking about a stock pump on top of the 14 millimeter pump, and you have 18, 1,900 horsepower to play Easy. with. Right. So Easy money. again, another mic drop. I love it. Who's next? I love it. WC Fab, another great sponsor of the show. They know about 14 millimeter pumps. They true story. They do. True story. <laughs> um, Jason's been been a longtime friend of Duramax Tuner, Nick, and yeah. and all of us here. Um, I, I've had the pleasure of working with Jason since I started, and it it's always a blast to go over there and see all the cool projects and all the cool shit they have going on and the triples. Like no, right, Worley. I hear WC Fab, or I hear Jason Worley. I'm like, oh yeah, triple turbos. What I love about dealing with Jason, <coughs> we have the luxury of him only being half hour from us. Is right. you come to our shop, it's a very badass shop, a lot of cool builds, and you go there and it's a complete 180. Oh, we do compounds, they do triples. Triples, okay? Right. We generally do twin kits in gloss white or gloss black. They have the most erratic colors possible. <laughs> like Jason's got a really good thing going on over there. Jason, a really stand-up guy, he'd give you the shirt off his back. Like yeah. just all in all, good friend, good business. Well, partner. you know, and they and this they person. they put it into their products, right? They they put that that tenacity, that work Absolutely. ethic, that you know, that business relationship That's why into Nick their and products. Jason have gotten along so well, right? You know? Well, yeah, for the for so long, yeah. right? Um, yeah, so the LML air intake bundle is what we've been talking about now yeah. for about 12 weeks. Yeah, 12 weeks. Um, Who's counting, though? Right, I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> the The cool thing, what we keep talking about with this this LML air intake bundle is, like, it's it's a full package. Right. It's a one-time shot, you know, and, like, we're really big into that, you and I both, right, to where, like, if I could just go get the whole package and be done with it, that's what I want mm-hmm. because I want to work on my truck one weekend and then I want to drive it the rest of the fucking time. Right. So that's what I like about this is, you know, we've talked about how it adds, it helps quicken the spool up. We've talked about how it helps reduce EGTs. We've talked about how it helps support higher peak power. We've talked about how it has high quality silicone boots. But the other cool thing is it's a one and done option. Like right. you don't have to mix and match. Who am I going to get an intercooler pipe from? Who am I going to get this from? What happens if that goes wrong? You get it all at one time. You install it all at one time, and then you just move the fuck on. Yeah. And that's that's why we've continued to bring back. We will continue to bring back Jason Worley and WC yeah. Fab, along with Exergy, uh, as sponsors of this show because yeah. we do really we endorse what they do. And and our sponsors are growing, right? I mean, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. We like to work with shops that offer the same type of 
support. Uh, they like to quality information, data-driven, that type of thing. Yeah. Which brings us to our guest today. You know, uh, some guys, you know, you might deal with us directly. You might deal with some of the bigger mail orders that we work with. Wade from Thoroughbred Diesel, the face of Wade's World. Yes. Wade's World. Wade's World. Come on, man. So, Wade, how are you today? Good, boys. Good, good. How y'all doing? We're doing great, man. Nice. Dreaming about Jaeger bombs. Excited That's to talk right. to you. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to you all banter back and forth. I'm like, oh, shit, these guys are going to pick me apart, man. I don't think I'm going to get a word in. You all talk so daggone fast. It's, it's going to be hard for me. Just, just, just be easy on me, boys. Be easy. Bullshit. I think the same way about you. Bullshit. That's what I was just going to say. Don't, don't play this fucking poor me game. Uh, I, it's a good strategy to get into. I like it. You know? I like it. Yeah. Wait, I have been watching. Is it? Is it Wade's World and you do Q&A? It's Wade's World is the Q&A. Wade's World is the Q&A. Yeah, we just, uh, you know, as we, you know, we've been doing install videos for so long, and then we just started goofing off on camera and started doing the Wade's World. And it's just, you know, it's just a good good way to get on camera and vent just a little bit, you Absolutely. know what I mean, and try to take the, take the edge off of it just a little bit. I love it, man. They've Having been really entertaining. Absolutely, you know, I mean, it's quality, quality content. Again, my favorite, my favorite thing. So the other, I'm watching one. I think like two, three weeks ago, and there's a guy who's asking questions about his truck, and like you answer it, and then you move on. You're talking about something else, and then he comes up and he's like, "Oh, I already checked that," and like starts to give more information. You're like, "Well, listen, guys, if you give me all the information up front, I'd be happy to answer all of your questions at one time." I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, I love this guy. I love this guy." I love it. There's some of them that talk and and talking in Q and A. There's some of of them that just i mean you answer a question for them and if you hit it right the first time they'll ask you 19 more questions oh, about yeah. trucks that they've had in their past they've already shit and gone out of their <laughs> driveway and you're like oh hey man i've got a you know i had an 01 back in you know back in nine i don't know what's wrong with <laughs> yeah. it yep. yeah. <laughs> oh man what was wrong with that truck but no it's, it's awesome it, it really is and i Adam uh, stays upstairs and kind of you know watches from afar on that, and you know he's the he's the he answers as thoroughbred on the sh- on the show, and uh, he can get some of those guys kind of off my back just a little bit. You know he can start answering them too and and go through, but it's good, man. It's it's good to have the interaction with people. I enjoy the Q and A. I I I've enjoyed the Q and A. We've only been doing it you know last couple of years and um, gotten into a normal uh, schedule of it now every Thursday, and and I I love Q and A. And, and at shows and stuff, more people are coming up and thanking us for Q and A now than they are for the install videos. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so crazy. We just trim it down to Q and A and be done with it. Hell yeah! <laughs> Very cool. I love it. Well, tonight, guys, we are diving into a new budget build episode. Yep. Now, in the past, we've always framed our budget builds to compete with between the brands, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of fluctuation there, right? What we've seen is a Ford has never won. Because uh, nobody's ever brought a Ford build well, here that I would that lie, I would drive. Lied. Oh, I'm sorry. Shibby Shibby six zero Shibby six zero took the first six one. Liter. Oh god. Uh, yeah, you're telling me, man. I'm sorry. So you're right. Uh, so all, all you four guys that are listening, if 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 that's got you butthurt, call me thoroughbred. Ask for me. I, I'll help you out. With this. <laughs> I'll put the buttoner on a little more. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't don't let these guys scare you, man. I, I can I can get you there. Give me a call. But but don't worry, guys, I still don't hey, think Shibby Wait, Shibby six liter sell... didn't win. Shibby won. No, Shibby won. But you guys. Sell yeah. bulletproof six liter kits, right? So you got them. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that. yeah. I heard that hesitation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll get them by another twenty k. <laughs> Man, it's the, the they say only a mechanic can work on a Ford, and there's no mechanics here. So you know, I mean, system is gosh dog. It's a uh, it's a struggle. But the guys that make big power on it, you've got to respect them. Oh, you know, oh, you yeah, really absolutely. do. I mean, they you know they put a lot of money and damn sleepless nights. Hey, a lot of fucking money. Charlie Keeter holding it down. Keter, yeah. Six liter yeah, life. You want to get you want to get a, a seven three to five hundred horsepower. You better bring your damn checkbook. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what? There's like four of them in the country now. So <laughs> really, it's that totally many? normal. Yeah. <laughs> that Tim Pete that we had on the that we had on the dyno here dyno day a couple of weeks ago. He told me he and he was spraying in unlimited. And he looked at me and he's like, "Wait, I'm just going to tell you after after the progressive when I hit this button." He said, "I'm going to try to hide or lock his son of a bitch." Like, All right, man. Well, Let her happen. He did. I mean, he did. He 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 blew the snot out of it. What did it make? I think Nine. it wound up making just a little over seven, didn't it? Oh, not yeah. well. I know That's Jaren's, so Jaren's truck and his truck were fairly comparable in power, and they were in the nines. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I think but, Tim's the seven three. Okay, okay. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. Seven three. Yeah. All I know is when, like, Jaron Holder, his truck was getting ready to go on the dyno, he was talking about the three different stages of nitrous he was going to spray at it, and he just wanted to break a 1,000. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Three stages of yeah. nitrous and only a 1,000. But it's a different world. I know nothing about the six-liter stuff, so I'm not yeah. even going to pretend to. Yeah, true story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, that Jaron's got a, Jaren's got a truck. I, I hated that his didn't make a big number because I right. know it was in there. I think he had changed some stuff right before he Absolute, came up. Yeah. And that's the thing about Dino Day, man. Everybody just goes balls to the wall right before Dino Day and makes so many changes. Yeah. And then they get on the dyno and, and a lot of it's not tested, you know, at, at that time. So I wish everybody just leave their stuff alone and have it proven before they get here, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's no fun. But, Come on, man. You got to have yeah, shit. Yeah, you, you get the letdowns. You get the letdowns. Yeah, there, you know? there is. We want to see big. At it, boys, bring it to <laughs> I've gone to Judgment Day for four years. I want to see high horsepower shit. Yeah, true story. True story. I hear you. All right. Well, today we're changing it up. We're let's, doing. Let's go into the how we got to diesel. You know, let, let's start there. All right. All right. Do it, Chris. You know what, wait, let, let's hear the it. First thing. This it. is like what? What would you say? This is the critical question to any guest. How did you get your start in the diesel performance, Wade? Man, I uh, I tell this story all the time. I, I really am. I'm I'm blessed to have the job I've got. My uh, my background um, is in manufacturing technology, and uh, I was doing a quality engineering internship for um, for Honeywell. For uh, at the time it was Bendix, but it's Honeywell now. Um, in TP5 valve, just high speed aluminum machines, some big truck stuff, and. Uh, I uh, I'd bartended all the way through college as well, and a good friend of mine who's actually our sales manager, David Sidwell, offered me a job after school to uh, take over uh, take over a restaurant. So I went from uh, I went from manufacturing into restaurants. I, I was wow. uh, back of the house manager in a restaurant for a few years, and then I met Dennis Craig, who's our owner. I'd bought a one Duramax with a blown head gasket. And uh, Dennis was gracious enough to help me fix it because at the time, this is 05, 06, not a lot of people had been into um, the LB7 motors to the extent that we needed to go into this truck. But I love this truck. This truck was four-door, vinyl floorboard. I bl- bought it with a blown head gasket. It was ZF6. I, I, this was oh, my damn. dream truck. I still got it today. <laughs> wow. uh, but Dennis let me do the work up here, and, and they helped us with it. And after we were done, he offered me a job, and I accepted it. And it's all been it's all been great ever since, man. I, I literally get to talk about um, you know trucks all day long, and it's it's just a 
it's a dream job. Absolutely. Um, I, it, I thought, well, I, hey, I'll take this job. I'll help him answer the phones, and you know, if I get another engineering position, that goes open. I'll, you know, I'll go finish out my career. But I, this is where I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna die, boys. <laughs> Damn. But uh, I've been around diesels my whole life. I, uh, I've been around John Deere specifically my whole life. I've, I've got uh, my family owned a, uh, uh, one of my cousins owned a John Deere dealership in my hometown, and um, I farmed for quite a while too so i've always been around mechanical injection too so i guess diesel's always been with me very cool i dig it i dig it. it's crazy to hear how many guys were uh just such annoying and good customers that people hired them but oh, yeah. yeah yeah that's exactly right and that's Dennis for sure he's like man i might as well just give this kid a job so. well, fuck it, he ain't gonna leave the shop he ain't gonna leave me alone i might as well pay him to be here i, rem- I remember and I, I i think i've told this i've told you this paul i remember um ordering efi live from nick uh when i started truck pulling in in 07 and you know he wasn't full on you know storefront everything he was still you know it was still kind of shaking i told him i said i'm man i need my v2 overnighted and the whole thing i mean that just screwed him up he was like well man i don't know if i can get it out to get it overnighted to you today or something i think he charged me something crazy like 125 dollars to overnight it and just you know so (laughs) it was uh it, it, it was awesome it's, it's, it's been awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, wait, Um, we're going to dive in here. So we're doing yep. a VP44 Cummins for both contestants this time. Face off. Yes. So yes. you and Chris have spent the last week now researching days, a truck. Four days. Yeah, sure. Come on. Researching for a truck, finding a truck that you could buy. Right. Building that truck, specking out that build, and coming up with a plan to make at least 500 horsepower, buy the truck, all the mods, 15 grand. Now, this is imaginary money, but it's crazy how fucking real this is. Yeah. Because it's we talk to guys real. about this all the time. Every day. Yeah. All the time. Um, I have a couple criteria we just announced on the Facebook Live, what we're going to be judging this on, what, we, what I will be judging this on. Number one, drivability. Number two, peak power. Number three, complication of the build. Nobody wants to do a real complicated build, so simpler is better. And then completeness of the build. Like I, I gave the example in the, the Facebook Live, did you forget to put a turbo on your build? Um, that's a problem. Um, potential oh, problem. I've kicked your ass right here. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've literally kicked your brains in on this. This is going to be great. Just, Paul, there's no sense in this even doing this. Let's just wrap the show up. Let's, let's just wrap it up. Done. Wade's the winner. I've Have a good night. Thank kid. you for listening. I'm yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for WC Fab and Extra G and everybody, too. So, yeah. I'm like Floyd Mayweather just sitting in the corner, ready to come out of retirement. Yeah. Right? Oh, <laughs> shit. And that's the only thing you have in common with Floyd Mayweather. (laughs) (laughs) Two more things I'm a judge on today, guys. Potential problems. Did you put together something that's a giant piece of shit? Overall badassery. Uh, How much do I like it is really what that comes down to. I bought an overall piece of shit. I'm going to shut up. Just go ahead. (laughs) Don't worry. I bought a piece of shit too. (laughs) You guys are buying old trucks. Yeah. They're all. Okay. So this time, so usually what I do is I have each one of the contestants describe the truck and the build. But as I was listening to our previous episodes, it's just a lot of either one of you assholes talking. So I'm going to break it up a little bit. Wade, tell me just about the truck. Don't tell me any of the mods you're going to do. Describe the truck that you're buying. All right. 
My truck is a piece of shit, Paul. It is literally a piece <laughs> of shit. This thing does not even have a bed on it. It is a 99 model truck. They have done uh, some sort of jacked up homemade bed on it. The guy wants 7K for the truck. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's a beaut. She's a beaut. I'm going to just give you a list of mods that are already on it because they are crucial to the overallness of my build. I love it. All right. Uh, it's got a new ECM and PCM on them because they all do. And a clutch. Doesn't tell me what kind of clutch, so I took that out of it. It's already got a Raptor uh, 150 on it. It's Sweet. got a new voltage regulator because I'm sure he was chasing something he didn't know how to fix. Gauges. <laughs> but the key to this is it's got a comp with the with the old big tuning. She's got the hot unlock. Oh, oh, big power. So I've got my tuning. I've got my lift pump. All right, so go ahead. He he did buy a very expensive lift pump for that piece of shit. Yeah, I just want to say, like, he <laughs> yeah. didn't go bottom of the barrel when he bought yeah. his parts. Uh, he did. You should really see this thing. You, 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 <laughs> I, I sent I sent Emke a, uh, I sent him a link to it. She's a she's really nice. She's a Butte Clark. <laughs> <laughs> she's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Is he showing you right now? Paul? Yes, and and this is going to be on our Facebook. So so listeners, if, if if you haven't jumped over onto the Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook page and take a look at this butte that Wade has come up with, uh, uh, it, uh, it's a it's a gem mint one owner. We would call this right here. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, with the famous dashboard cover, because you know the top of that son of a bitch. Oh is yeah. <laughs> hey, I bought a lot of covers from Gino's Garage over the years. I just want to point exactly that right. out. Yeah, shout, shout out to Gino's. Not a sponsor of either one of us. No, hey, hey. they have sponsored a lot of second gen dashes over the years. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Okay, how many miles are on this turd? Ah, shit! Never. They never told us. Who cares? <laughs> not even. Not even. It's not even. It doesn't, have, it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean anything to me, Paul. Whatever, Happy, it's got wheels. I get it. Okay. I'd say she's probably got around two anywhere between two fifty to four fifty that, on her. That's Just your feeling. That's your gut. You're going. You're like. Eh. I, I'd say somewhere. I always that, check right? her elbows to tell how old she is. But yeah, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Chris, tell me about the piece of shit you found. So I ended up uh, snagging a nineteen ninety eight and a half. Five-speed manual, 24-valve, quad cab. It has the bed still on there, Wade. Okay. Oh. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. So um, it has 200. Is it two-tone? It is, uh, it is, it is two-tone. <laughs> of course. It's white oh, with uh, black on the bottom. I actually reached out to this guy, texted him a little bit. I wasn't about to pull a Danny Voss, go there, waste an hour of this guy's time. But uh, fifty five hundred was asking price. I got him down over the phone to forty seven fifty. So you did call Paul, him, waste his time. Hell, is that allowed? I didn't know I could call him. Yeah. Do this guy, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. <laughs> so that I mean, I'm just saying, forty seven fifty was what I got him down to over the phone. When you go there, you easily have another two hundred fifty bucks to go. No, so, no, no, no. But I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna stick to what he agreed on. Bullshit. So forty seven fifty. Um, but it's a five speed. You know, NV4500 transmission, brand new as of 9.3 of 17, is a starter, uh, aftermarket one-piece headlights, four-inch silver line exhaust, intake, Edge Juice with Attitude programmer, uh, fast DDRP fuel system, um, and then other components. He has uh, Airlift 1000 bags, four shocks and struts were replaced. Uh, he says that the full front end was uh, rebuilt about 4,000 miles ago. Front and rear brakes, uh, aftermarket stereo, and he put in the ad the bed liner because the whole bottom half of the truck is fucking bedlined. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
It's not two-tone, you asshole. You put bedliner yeah. across the bottom half oh, to cover the rust. It, that's why that's the it's two-tone. Two <laughs> I mean, it is two. I, you know, hey, these guys are gonna see the pictures. This is fucking two-tone till I die. Right? Like, this, this is two-tone. But yeah, um, white with Ronald, white with it's, Ronald line rock. It's actually rock, like the pictures. That, that's down. exactly what it is, but, Wade. Hey, in the pictures, yeah. the truck actually isn't that bad. Like. If I were to buy a vehicle to flip, this would actually be something I'd be interested in, in all honesty. Unbelievable. Paul, he'll have that damn thing in the parking lot next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. If I wasn't building my car, I probably would. Car's a piece of shit. Um, Okay. Wade, (laughs) walk me through the build, man. What are you going to do to this amazing Mint Gem 1 owner? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. First thing we've got to do is we've got to get the clutch situation shored up because around here, boys, there's uh, there's a very uh, there's a disease known as single discery. Uh, these cats bomb <laughs> these trucks and always try to get away with a single disc. So I know that's what this in this truck. It's what my gut's telling me. So the first thing we're going to have to do is going to have to do the uh, 3250 um, street dual disc on it. I went street dual disc because. I think that the uh, uh, that's going to hold us up to about 600, 650 horsepower. The kit for these trucks is going to come with the input shaft already. So that's got us at $1,552 in the clutch. Nice. All right. Um, did you want me to go all the way through it? Yeah, Paul? man. Yeah, keep them coming. Okay. Keep them all coming. All right, cool. Uh, then, uh, sure enough, the truck, we're just going to go ahead and do drop-in. ARP studs. I was kind of running out of money on my build here, and I usually don't do this. I tell people not to do this, but I'm just going to throw a set of ARP 2000s in it. I'm going to do it drop in. I'm going to go through, torque them down, take the truck out, run a heat cycle through it, bring it back and retorque them, and hope to God that it holds up for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, I'll say I've got, I've got plenty enough lift pump pressure. I'm good to go on that. I've got my tuning covered with the comp of the old hot big tune. Um, I'm going to go 150 nozzles here. I'm going to use Lenny's nozzles. I'm going to do DDP 150 nozzles. I think with the turbo setup that I'm going to go with, I'm trying to build a truck that's not another one of these damn street sweeper running around in every small town across America with these son of a bitches with a stock turbo on it. I want this thing to be clean. I want it to, you know, I want it ass down, nose up, and get gone. My uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 150s just to get it enough to get on top of what I want to do with my turbos. And that brings us to that. Um, I struggled between, with this. Um, I know there's some. There's some more budget uh, kits out there, but I wanted to use everything that we offer on the, our website uh, and that we try to sell every day. I like industrials towing setup in this um, for this truck. You're looking at forty five fifty for that towing. Oh, I'm sorry, I need to set back up. You're four hundred fifteen dollars on our studs, six hundred forty one dollars and twenty five cent on the nozzles. Um, the uh, industrial towing setup is a 6275 twin kit, uh, $4,550 on that. That'll bring my total on the build up to $14,158.25. That leaves us with enough money. If you really wanted to do it, you could probably pull the head off there and stick a head gasket in it real quick, maybe shave the head down and get it trued up. But Guaranteed, you pull a 99 head off that this kid's had with all those stickers on that dash, I promise you there's enough cracks in that head, you're going to have to replace that head. So we're going to leave the head on it. We're going to drop in on the studs, and then get that's going to get us at easily 500 horsepower. I mean, our, our, our horsepower numbers should be somewhere in the 600 horsepower range, depending on the condition of the motor. But 
uh, I think as far as fun to drive, this truck's going to be a lot of fun to drive. I mean, you got twin turbos, big fuel, big tune. 400,000 mile VP44 pump. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, but we did, you know, we did this, we're doing this on a stock VP44, right. you know, and not a hot rod VP44. I didn't have that kind of money in my build. Now, now, come dog, he's jewed this guy down to buy the truck for two thousand dollars. He's going to be able to put a monster pump on and everything. So there ain't no telling what he's going to hit, hit so you with. First of all, <laughs> wait, I sent you the picture of my old truck. So I went back to the VP fundamentals of me six years ago. So you know, I, I really looked into some of that. And, so hold uh, on, hold on. You think you were smart six years ago? Because I knew you four years ago, and I don't know if I would say that. I'll tell you what, Nick's going to kill me to say this, but my white VP truck was probably one of the most fun trucks I had. Beat my common rail by far. Ah, thank yeah. you. Every Everybody for Chris Emke's last time hosting the Diesel Performance Podcast. <laughs> that, dude, just a thought. A v- Wade, back me up on this. Nothing pulls like a VP truck. Uh, they do. They make good dude, torque. They man. make great they, they, torque. The way, the way they slobber fuel into the cylinders, they oh, got to yeah. make good torque. That and, the, and, and my five-speed manual truck. That was just a fun truck, man. It really was. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny. So you guys both ended up with manual trucks here, huh? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. you want to build power oh, yeah, on a budget? Absolutely. you got to do we manual. Didn't have, we didn't have enough money to build all that. Yeah. yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> so, absolutely. All right, come dog. Let's hear it. What do you got? All right. So, I, like I said, I went back to my roots, and I thought about what parts did I buy, and who did I buy? them from right so i bought the truck and it had a lot of those components i'm not taking a lot of what he said for you know to heart so the intake the tuner the lift pump uh that's all coming off and i haven't resold those parts for additional money Ooh. i'm just pulling them off the we've truck. seen that before right too. i'm not okay. i'm not i'm not doing that i'm just i'm pulling them off the truck i don't want them i'm going with different components so when i did my l1 truck i actually went through thoroughbred diesel on a lot of my parts i thought that they did a lot with the second gen market especially you know five six years ago when you thought vp44 thoroughbred diesel was the first thing that really popped up sure so um i went a little different route so i actually printed off my shopping cart wade you better not email me in a couple days are you ready to buy Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's the robots are gonna do that yeah get you on their marketing campaign (laughs) so the first thing i did was you guys have a budget kit or a group package of a 12 uh, 24 month warranty vp44 pump for an automatic five-speed truck with a fast 165 gallon per hour pump um, that's going to cost me roughly seventeen twenty-five for the full package. Nice. Okay. Uh, from there, it's a five-inch or a, it's a five-speed manual truck. I want it to sound like a semi. So five-inch straight pipe from Flow Pro, stainless. I've always loved them. I don't how care. Big, how big of a tip are you going to put on? Uh, wasn't in the budget. Oh, <laughs> but on my last truck, it was a six-inch tip, asshole. <laughs> so five-inch straight-piped exhaust. Um, for a clutch, uh, I did do the single clutch back in the day, Wade, so thanks for that. Um, oh, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. So I'm going to go with the Valaire Quiet Street Clutch. $1,210, and then the upgraded input shaft for $275, okay? So with the truck having 300,000 miles roughly, one of the criterias was is a reliable truck, okay? Making every peak horsepower I could makes sense, but I need to make sure that the fundamentals are there. So I'm pulling the head off, and I'm going to take the gamble. Um, to have the head gone through and resurfaced and pressure checked, you're looking at about four to five hundred dollars. That's what I paid the machine shop on my last two heads. Um, so I'm going to go with again from Thoroughbred a Molly headset. So that's the head gasket and everything on up for all of my top end engine gasket components. Okay. Okay. Um, I am going to do the rear main seal set since I'm doing the clutch. 
I've never seen a Cummins with high mileage that hasn't pissed oil out of the rear main, so I want to attack that while the clutch is out. Um, I am also going to do the ARP 425 head studs, uh, $415 per thoroughbred diesel. Okay. Um, and then I am going to do an edge comp box. So I'm going to buy a comp box. Again, I'm not using the edge evolution that I have. And I'm going to do a set of 103-pound valve springs from Hamilton Cams. My subtotal through Thoroughbred Diesel, and they offer free shipping, is $5,321.85. Okay. okay. And then what was the cost of the truck? $47.50. Well, so you got a little budget here, huh? I, I, I have money. I have some coin to play with. Are you getting nervous, Wade? No, hell no, man. <laughs> Are you done? Is he done? <laughs> I am not done. Oh, because then, no, he's done. He's he's gonna put a juice with attitude on this damn thing until he's getting his getting his five hundred horsepower. So then, do- there is there is one more part that I forgot to add, and I, I wanted to wait for this. Okay, so uh, you're going with twin turbos, badass. I'm already gonna tell you, you're gonna make more horsepower than me. Okay, because I'm going to go the different route. So the last part that I'm going to order from you, Wade, is a third gen AFE ductile iron manifold. Okay, and I'm going to retrofit one of our HE341 Stell 64 that Calibrated Power offers. Okay, uh, from there, Worley Custom Fab. Jason's already uh, offered to help me out with the piping kit. So that's said, what you fucking called him about fu- today. That's bullshit. No. You, so, you fucking called. I know this you is a drop in. Them. Hold on. So uh, <laughs> retail cost on this is five hundred and fifty bucks, and he would be willing to do my intake and my intercooler pipe to adopt a third gen location turbocharger into a second gen truck, pretty much. Okay. So I could powder coat it any fancy color. I'll go with the white and black theme. Top half white, bottom half is black. That, is that an inventoried part there? Do they have a SKU number on there, or did you call and ask Jason if he could custom build you a part? I asked him if he could build a part. It's not a it's not an inventoried part, so that it is not. Okay. okay. But if you were to call Jason and you're willing to bring him the truck, five hundred and fifty dollars, and he will do it. Okay. 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 He's gonna fucking kill you when like six guys <laughs> call yeah. and want him to build this shit tomorrow. <laughs> Money's money, bro. <laughs> I promise you. They're, so, they're sitting at home right now going. Where am I going to call really fast? <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, from, poor Jason. Hey, Jason, this is Wade, man. I, I want you to know this was not me, bub. This was not me. So from there, um, uh, I, I am going a different route with an injector. So in my VP days, I dealt with a company uh, called Diesel Auto Power, and I did a set of SAC 7x11 injectors, which is about 175 to 200 horsepower injector. Something very comparable that we had to our VP tow rig at the shop. Sure. Um, yeah. And then I am going to do custom MM3 tuning. So I'm doing the edge comp box. That is something that we've done in-house where we use that to command full fuel for the pump, which, Wade, you and I have done a lot of back and forth on last year. Um, and then I'm going to do MM3 tuning with an additional map sensor to help clean up some of the smoke. So a truck like this, I know dyno numbers, we were somewhere in the low 500s, 515, 525, somewhere in that ballpark but a very low smoke output, good driver. Now, with all of the parts, the machine work, Thoroughbred's uh, hefty subtotal that they had for me, I was at 9605.85. Okay. Plus the truck of 47.50. Right. Which, I mean, I'm not the best with math, but it left me about five or $600 left over. Okay. So there's always going to be unforeseen gaskets, seals, something's going to come of it. But when I'm done with this truck, it should not piss or leak any oil. 
God forbid the motor's still in decent shape, right? Right. But, yeah. I mean, I, I have all the gaskets gone through, new clutch, new injectors, a new injection pump, new lift pump, and uh, I'm going off of the uh, original seller for some of the front-end components. Wade, tell me why Chris is wrong. The th- oh, my gosh. Uh, the 351 for sure. I mean, true good. Uh, 341, 341, first of all, 341, mechanical gate, 304 truck, but okay. It, uh, I'll tell you something that, that, that wears me out with these trucks, and, and this is, this is probably, you know, this, it's, this is bad for me to say, but, you know, with Thoroughbred falling into the niche of, of the VP44 sales in these trucks, and God bless the owners, because it it is, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest parts of our company, um, there's so many of these trucks that are out there on the road, and me and Come Dog have talked about this quite a bit. They're just awful um, and uh, just terrible smoky. Most of the guys never take the 35 off the trucks. They're always in the, you know, it's always on the stock turbo. So, right. um, you know, they don't use air. They don't clean it up. They throw 150 horsepower injectors in it and just put the, leave the stock turbo on it, just EGTs for days. Um it's uh, and kudos to you all on tuning in. And I never, it, honestly, I never even thought about it. I, you know, you could have totally stacked the MM3 on on top of it and pulled some pump stretch out of it in the high load situations and cleaned it up. So that uh, um, that was good. Uh, why is he wrong? I I'll be honest with you, man. He'll I don't know that he'll make it uh, to five hundred. Oh, this I'll, is a I'll style sixty four. This isn't just an HE three fifty one or a three forty one. This is our style sixty four. That we actually had on our with dually the big with the 65 millimeter turbine or 66 yeah. millimeter turbine, 64 billet yeah. compressor wheel. So, I mean, in the common rail world, I made over 700 horse. In the VP world, we've already dynoed well over 500 horse. Yeah, we know with so. the injectors that you chose, you're going to have plenty of fuel for sure. I know. That's I what know, I get Paul, to deal with Nick to dial that shit back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He may get there, Paul. He may get there. All right, Chris, tell me why Wade's was wrong. Man, I'm not even going to downplay. He did exactly what he was supposed to. I wish I went with twins. I think I could have reconstructed my stuff a little bit better to do twin turbos. So the only thing I would say if I didn't pick anything was he didn't address the VP pump, which he's in, he's VP world. VP nation. VP44 nation is thoroughbred diesel, and that would have been the first things I would have made so, sure he fixed. So that, that's actually – so I have, I have questions for both of you. So, Wade, uh, I mean, you ran out of budget here, and, and it is what it is, right? But um, Yeah. If you had more budget, what was that one other part you would do? Like, what what is that one part you think, damn, if I just had a little bit more money, this is what I would have done? Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. I would have never, you know, I would have never screwed around with the, the drop-in on the studs. Paul, no way. I'd have pulled the head off of it because I know the damn head's bad. They're all bad. Um, they're all bad. They've all got they've all got spider crash oh, yeah. in the house, man. It's, it's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I pulled the head off of it, and I, I threw the head up and, and uh, just plan on having to put a you know $1,000 head on it for sure. Uh, absolutely. Um, and like he said, talk about pissing oil everywhere. You know, one thing that neither one of us did, and we, we both should have done it. We both should have done the, the, uh, the front cover. Yep. Uh, wear sleeves on both sides. Wear sleeves on the uh, both the seals, and then done the the uh, power steering pump uh resealed it up which is you know fairly cheap now what i want a lot of listeners to take out of this is a horsepower build and a budget don't go hand in hand realistically if you were to take a fifteen thousand dollar budget with the purchase price of the truck you really need fifteen to twenty thousand dollars on top of the truck to really make a reliable basically touch on every weak link that this truck would offer would you agree yes yeah, yeah, and then absolutely. that's actually one of the reasons we pulled reliability out of our criteria, yeah. because just yeah. like you guys are saying, 
you cannot make a reliable truck for this price, for this power. Like you can't put it all together and you might get lucky. And like, of course, everybody knows that one guy who's going to get on right. here and say, I did it. And that's great. Yeah. We, we well, love you for doing that's it. That's like taking a, but common it's not rail. normal. That's like taking a, a five, nine common rail guy. Oh, my buddy makes 1200 horse. The bottom end's been together for three years. Yeah. Cool. That you're the exception. You're right. not yeah. the main, you know, it's not the norm. No, it's not, you know, okay. and that's like, I was talking to a guy on the phone the other day and he was like, man, you know, you guys did a, a towing budget build and you did a couple other things. He was like, if I were to have heard that, I would never have bought my LOI Duramax. And it's like, you have a good truck. Yeah. They all have their weak links, but don't listen and don't, the magazines, I hate to say it, but some of the magazines in the older years when they do these builds and stuff like that, nothing's 100% polished. Okay. Right. There's always yeah. other things that you can address. It just, every vehicle works a little differently. All right. Oh yeah. Chris, if you would have had, say like, Three four thousand dollars less. What would you have dropped off of the build? <sighs> Taken off the build. Yeah. So if I had to pull money off the build again, when I did my truck, I went through multiple head gaskets because I did it the wrong way the first two times. Uh, my head was messed up, and I never had it tested. It was uh, warped. I mean, a bunch of issues. So I know the fundamentals of that, and I cannot replace that. Now this truck specifically, again, isolated incident, and I already had a lift pump. I already had some tuning on there, so I could have cut you know, some money there, but in a perfect world, if I had to cut things out of the equation, um, I would probably have to say I'd have to drop the power. I wouldn't have been able to hit 500 horse, um, and I would have pulled the injectors, and I were to, I would have pulled the turbocharger and manifold, and probably one of the tuning uh, applications that I had in the mix out of the equation. Because okay. everything else was going to make that truck more reliable to potentially go another 300,000 miles. Gotcha. Okay, so you feel pretty confident in your build, Chris, uh, about like this is solid. This is something you would do, you would drive. I mean, it's damn, It's pretty damn close to what you did. Yeah, I mean, it's, and again, I had the four or $500 on, on the side. I could have done the front cover and stuff like that, as Wade mentioned, and, yeah. and still been well off. Um, the biggest thing I want to say here is a budget, high horsepower, reliability, it doesn't go hand in hand. Yeah, I pick tell any guys, two of three. Right? I tell the guys, hey, you know what? If you don't have the budget to make this power, why don't you drop the power a little bit, save for another year, but build a solid foundation. Yeah. And that's what I want guys to take out of this. I hear you. Wade, how about you, man? Like, is this a is this a build you would do? Um, yeah, and it's a build that we've really done several times. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it it is, and I, I I said the word street sweeper. Right? It is. It's a it's a put it out on the out on the streets, and it's a good time. And um, I think with the twins, you, you you get a little bit of reliability with it. Um, you know, the the truck's going to get the EGTs underneath under control, right. and uh, just going to be fun to drive. Absolutely. Um, if I had to pull money out of the build and I wanted it to go a different route, man, one of my absolute favorite um, truck setups in the in the VP forty fours is um, is a sixty two mil turbo or a smaller turbo fifty eight sixty two, just depending on what configuration you want to go with there, and a slight set of injectors and light tuning, you know, smarty MM three, uh, and just fun. That, that's a lot of fun drive. Just really responsive, really snappy. Not tons and tons of fuel there, so you're really not having to worry about you know uh, casing another head. It's just uh, there's a lot of fun to be had with those trucks. They get a bad name, but they they are there. You know, if you lighten up on the fuel on them just a little bit and lighten up on, on your horsepower expectations from them, they are a very reliable truck. They could be snapping like Chris said at the first. There, they're torquey as hell right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, that was the a thing, very torquey motor. That was the thing I, I was, you know, losing out on. You know, when I went from my VP truck, well, it ended up going to a P pump twelve valve. Long story, but when my 
12 or when my 0124 valve truck ran versus my common rail truck my common rail truck made more power you know that truck at the time was yeah. around 600 horse and it just it made power don't get me wrong that thing ran you know but it, it just it didn't have that low throw you in your seat lug and just go yeah. like the vp trucks do and I mean, even Nick made a couple comments when we did our uh, live drive with our VP truck. Yeah. You know, Rich, I know you edited that video. You know, that thing, when it got into its power band, man, it was hold the fuck on. That thing that felt like no other 500-horse truck I'd ever been in. Like, it was <laughs> so much fun. And I think that's why I always, you know, the 24 valves, they hold such a special place in my heart. And I've told you so many times, if I were to do another truck build, I would do another cabin half short bed, 24 valve VP truck, manual trans, and just run it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, let's go through some scoring here. Drivability, I think that's going to go to Wade. Okay. Um, on on the twins and the spool up, and and I haven't ever been in a VP truck with the 341 turbo. I don't know how that's going to feel, um, but I, I I I got this. This thing in my gut that just says twins have always been the best. I don't know why that would be different now. Man, Wade, you sold the salesman. That's all I got to tell you. That's a good job. That's right. Peak That's power. Right. Peak power goes to Wade. I mean, he, you agreed. You said he's going to make more man. power. I, I can't do anything about facts. Complication of build. Chris, you were you were ahead on this one, and then oh, you went yeah. to Worley for custom built parts. For like that's like going that's like being like oh man. The best thing at the local restaurant is fire at Fire and Ice. Our local restaurant yeah. is the Buffalo Chicken Wrap. By the way, that's not on the menu. You, of course, it's the best. You ordered off the fucking menu. This like is fucking bias. This that is bias. That doesn't. You killed it. I mean, just you. You did. Though. I'm just letting you know. Like, so that so so three of the six right off the bat go to Wade. Uh, completeness of build. Wade, Chris got you there, man. I mean, he went through through the seals and and the the head and. He 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 really. This is the one time I think I'll ever get to say this. He really like woke the fuck up and showed up prepared today, um, oh. which explains why he's been waving that stupid packet of paper in my face all day trying to get me to look at it. <laughs> Pretty much. I thought you were going to be more. excited Pay attention about this. to me. Um, I thought the stealth would have been more excited. About I was. No, I am. No, I am stoked about shit. the stealth. Yeah, that's probably I, true too. I, okay. I screwed up when I did. I screwed up when I didn't do the intake and the damn exhaust, which was stupid because I just assumed they were already on the Dude, truck. It's a so, five yeah. speed. Yeah. You got to do a five inch man. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a thing. Uh, potential problems. <sighs> Chris, you're going to take the win on this. Um, Wade, I think I think you were right. Like like you said, like the head's going to be an issue. The front cover's going to be an issue. Rear main seal's going to be an issue. Uh, y- you know, and like it's just, I think you, you're going to have more potential problems on your hand. Also, any truck you buy that has the bed off of it, you just assume there was some fuckery going on to, to lead to that. Like that's not a normal thing to have a truck sitting at your house that like you drive every day with no bed. It happens, but it's not normal. And I've driven a forty five hundred with a flatbed, like for his a daily nickname, driver. His nickname originally was P Stroke Paul, and then I went to C forty five hundred Paul all for the way the around. Time. I had the C forty five hundred. Same thing. You had all yeah. these badass nicknames. <laughs> right. That's what happens when you're a badass. Um, okay. Overall badassery. This is this is the winner, right? Like, so who wins this one wins it because you guys are three and two right now. Um, or it would be a tie. Well, overall badassery obviously counts right. for double, okay? Because okay, it's yeah. badassery. Yeah. I mean, I would have to say Wade because he got twin turbos. I do, I do have to say, but Wade. I got a five I inch love, exhaust and my shit sounds badass. Here's, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that. What I do like, what what I do like about Chris's build is. You got the MM3 and the Stealth 64. I know that's going to be a clean running truck, but he's got twins. He didn't. How much did the twins cost, Wade? 
fourteen forty or I'm sorry, four four thousand five hundred and fifty dollars. Man, I'll buy it for fourteen hundred bucks. A little yeah. a little more expensive than buying the comp box, the MM three, and the stealth and and the manifold and the intake setup. No wait, it's probably pretty close in price. Pretty close. Yeah, so, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, well, hold on. Right. That's yeah. uh, we're we're right there. The twins are gonna look cooler too. Chris, I gotta say this is the second time you've done a budget build episode. You showed up way more fucking prepared, but you lost this bitch. <laughs> it goes to Wade. Wade takes it. Uh, I told you, boys. I told you. Come dog couldn't hang around with a Cummins bill. <laughs> Damn. When he Damn. Went, listen, hey, now that we're now that all this is over, when he went off on that shit on on WC about calling him to get the the, the custom piping, I was like, oh shit, what in the hell just happened right here? <laughs> I mean, gosh. Damn. <laughs> this is like Floyd, job, made, Floyd woke up, man. Job, man. Floyd never Floyd woke, woke up. up. I'm going to build. I, you know what? As soon as my car is done, I'm building another truck just to spite this fucking bullshit. <laughs> just wait. Nick, I guarantee you, Nick's gonna, the first thing Nick's going to say is, I can't believe you didn't put 12 valve rods. <laughs> I hear that coming right now because every time he busts him on Facebook, it's always about 12 valve rods. <laughs> I love it. Wade, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk to us. Uh, We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you all so much, man. We appreciate everything. We appreciate the friendship, and we appreciate the business relationship that we've got. I know we've been to, we've been doing this for a long time. Absolutely, you said it. You said it. Yep. Well, guys, that's all for me today. Uh, I do want to say, stick around to the last minute of the podcast. You can hear all of the or the funniest sentence that our producer Rich is going to pick out and drop there. Also, huge shout out to our sponsors, Exergy, WC Fab. Thank you to Wade and Thoroughbred and everybody else that's been involved with Calibrated Power and Duramax Tuner. We also just celebrated our 10-year anniversary over here at Duramax Tuner and Calibrated Power. Jump on our Facebook page, take a look at some of the pictures. We did a big 10-year anniversary event. It was Project a blast. X. Project X. We did know this. That, no, Project X is not about L5P tuning. No. Stop asking Stop that asking, but literally everyone in the organization planned a surprise for the owner, Nick Prignance, and he knew nothing about it until the night of. Yeah. We had some of the best business vendors that we've done you know worked with for years there and he didn't know anything about it until the night of it was great to surprise him it was a lot of blast just like this show has been thank you so much for listening this has been paul wilson and this is chris Semke. have a great night Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or chris at c-e-h-m-k-e at duramaxtuner.com. You can also reach him by phone. Chris's extension is 2121. Paul's is 2122. Okay, how many miles are on this turd? Ah, oh, shit, never, they never told us. Who cares? <laughs> not even, not even, it's not even, it doesn't have, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything to me, Paul. Whatever, Happy it's but. got wheels. I get it. I'd okay. say she's probably got around two, anywhere between 250 to 450 that, on her. That's <laughs> your feeling? That's your gut? You're going, you're like, eh? I'd, I'd say somewhere I in I always check right. her elbows to tell how old she is.